Now give me my thing. We talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. It's easy to sum it up when you just talk about practice. I mean, it, listen, we talking about practice. I mean, how silly is that? I mean, we talking about practice. We talking about practice, man. You know the drill. We are talking about practice. I'm your co-host, Jarrell Gilbert. Alongside me, as always, partner in crime, co-creator of the show, Derek is so macky. Yo, what's good, party people? And of course, we got our resident degenerate. If you got it, then spin it, because you can't take it with you. Rudy Vasquez. Let's go, baby. And of course, the Mac Daddy himself. The 18-wheeler, heart stealer. Oh, I guess they're not with us. Okay. But we do have... Well, then. The Statman, producer extraordinaire, Statman! Brad. Shalom! (laughs) A.K.A. the Jewish cowboy. Light your menorahs. Spin your dreidels. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. It is time. Is that right? Is that today? Today, today is, is the start of Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Yeah. Ta- today is the start of the eight crazy nights. There we go. Happy Chanukah, everybody. <laughs> Underrated movie right there. Great movie. Well, I would say Adam Sandler's uh, some great work by him. That yeah. is a good yeah. movie. That's a technical foul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. If you don't, if you've never seen that movie, that means nothing to you. But I'm gonna get the Linky Ledger back have, on. I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah no problem. That movie. That's that's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> all right. Let's do this. Favorite holiday movies. Give me your top three. I mean, everyone likes to put Elf in there because it's like, oh, it's, it's a great movie. It is hilarious. It, it has its moments in time. Uh, and it's, it, who doesn't love Will Ferrell in a comedy? You know, it's a classic. Uh, it has earned itself a classic Christmas uh, holiday movie. Yes. So that's going to be in there. Um, let's see. What's another really good one that I... I uh, Home Alone? No, I hate Home Alone. You hate, Home, hate Alone. Home Alone. Really? All right, let's yeah, talk no. about it. Dude, I'm sorry. Let's break really? it down. It's just, Wait, it's just two. All of them or just the newer ones? All of them. Wow. Well, what, what the original? Like, you yeah, hate the original. OG. One and two. The okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your what's your I, beef? I just I don't like the idiocracy that you have to put myself in to believe this happening. There's so <laughs> much <laughs> like like disbelief. Like I'm sorry, this is an eight year old kid. Yeah. Okay, and I don't care how stupid the guys are that are trying to rob the house. It's just That's no. It funny, I'm sorry. Though, no, dude. it's not. I, 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 I think can't. It's funny. I can't suspend my disbelief that much to find it uh, consumable anymore. Shout out to the Wet Bandits. So yeah. okay, for so me, yeah, I really Home Alone I hate, doesn't make the list. No, it's okay. tough. I hate. The, I, All right. I'm one I and not to mention Macaulay Culkin. I know everyone loves to love. I hate that kid. Okay. I really did not. I don't like him. So like, there's nothing. There's no good joy that comes out of that thing. And just like the whole premise behind it is blasphemous, bogus. I'm sorry. I can't, okay. I can't get behind. It. Okay. Oh, yeah, Can you yeah. give us two more? Um, let's see. Die Hard. I'm gonna. I'm okay. Gonna, yeah, Die Hard. Die Hard. Nice. And no, people hate to say it's not a Christmas movie, but dude, happens around the holidays. Yeah, yeah. All the time. Like not just yeah. like any. It's in Christmas time. So yes, uh, it's a great one. 
diehards in there. Um, and then let's see. Uh, a Christmas story. That's, All right. that's my Solid. good. That's my heartfelt right. okay. one right Very there. Very good. You know? Very yeah. good. Wait, that's, that's I, good. I just want to make sure I heard it right. You said uh, Die Hard's a Christmas movie? Yes. Thank you. That's yeah. all I wanted to hear. It is. Yeah. Thank you. It, it is. is. No, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. And I've been arguing with people about this for the longest time. I mean, they yes, all say no. It's an action movie, but it, the entire premise happening. is Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas time. Who said yeah. an action movie can't be a Christmas flick? You know I what mean, I mean? That's just being discriminating right there. Don't do that. Well, before we get into it, we got a ton to talk about today. I did want to mention uh, a big rest in peace to Lee Elder, first black man to ever play uh, at the Masters, and he passed away. I believe he was 87, I want to say. Um, So, shouts to Lee Elder, paving the way, uh, knocking down doors, all of that. So, shouts to him. Yo, so we have our college football expert joining us from San Francisco, Mr. John Lucan. What is good? What is up, my brethren? Yo, yo. (laughs) So we obviously, we have not paid enough attention to college football this year. You haven't. So we had to bring you on, and we're starting the show with college football. Why? Because go Big Blue! 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 Let's go, Blue. After nine years, nine years it took us. Oh, two in the last 20. Two in the last 20. It's not a good percentage. Wait, uh, wait us? Aren't you, a, aren't you a Texas Longhorns fan? No, here, here goes my order of fandom. Number one, Michigan. Number two, Texas. What? Number three, the U. Number four, Chico State. What up, Wildcats? <laughs> Top four. That's a lot of teams, bro. Yeah, well, you know, I I'm wasn't none of those places are from an area I'm from, so um, I jumped around. Now we have several Michigan fans in the house. I think and I have a theory why we're all Michigan fans, and you guys tell me your own reasons. But believe it or not, kids, back in the day there was only several um, networks that would broadcast football. There wasn't ESPN2, ESPN3, the Ocho. There was no FS1. This is back in the day, and Michigan was always on it, and Michigan was always playing on the Rose Bowl, and I loved the Rose Bowl, and Michigan was always there. So that's why I started my love for Michigan when I was a wee lad. Uh, for me, it was just their helmets. Their helmets yeah. are awesome. I was a kid watching yeah. them. That's where, that, yeah. I mean, obviously, seeing them on TV all the time uh, and seeing those helmets consistently week in, week out, I was like, you know, and I'm, on, I'm in. And then I found out their nickname was the Wolverines. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's, that's a pretty, great that's yeah. That's a great that's a name. name. For, yeah, me, like, for yeah. me, it was just I was following my dad. My dad's a Michigan fan, okay. so I was like, all right, well, they're my team now as well. So, And I've Fair been enough. following them ever since. Yeah. Fair enough. So Michigan finally beats their rival at the big house. Yeah. <sighs> Feels good. Feels good. They beat Ohio State at home uh, to go they, on. They beat them. They beat them like without question. Yeah. Right? I mean, like this entire game, they they took it to them on the offense and defense side of the ball. So, props to Michigan. After they lost to Michigan State, you know, it was a it was a tough road, but really lucky that Ohio State kept winning like they were. Yes. Um, those last three weeks, and it just put more more juice into Michigan for beating Ohio State that that mm-hmm. uh, last week. So, so uh, uh, Michigan goes into the weekend ranked number five. 
playing Ohio State, who was ranked number two at the time. Michigan obviously gets the win. Big shout-out to that defensive line. Hutchinson and Ajobo specifically just dominated that, that down, defensive man. line. And then, obviously, um, Haskins with five touchdowns. Five tutties, baby. Five tutties. Yeah, that, that, uh, that defensive line for Michigan. I mean, Michigan it probably has, you know, next to Georgia, probably the best defense in the country. But that offensive line has not gotten enough credit this year. That offensive mm. line for Michigan is monstrous. Uh, there, was, there was a play in that Ohio State-Michigan game where Ohio State had ripped the hel- helmet off of uh, a Michigan player after a score. Nice. Yeah. And you see these six, eight, you know, Monsters. defensive tower, yeah. you know, left tackle, right tackle come to come to his aid. And it, and those guys are scary. You don't want to see those guys in the trenches. So Michigan going forward is, is uh, kind of a scary team in that playoff. So let's talk about that. So Michigan plays Iowa for the Big Ten Championship. Let's say Michigan loses in a close one. Does Michigan still get a bid to the playoffs, do you think, the college football playoffs this year, John? I, I think it's possible. Um, and it, it really, it really comes down to how the other games transpire. Cause it's, I mean, this is one of the most exciting weeks coming into college football in over a decade. You have Georgia, obviously at that number one spot playing for the SEC championship against Alabama, who was number three, dropped down to number four after a shaky win, um, against an unranked, uh, Auburn team. So they're at number four, Michigan jumps up to number two playing 15, Iowa, you have Cincinnati now at number three, um, so it's it's interesting. So if Alabama beats Georgia, that's uh, and and Michigan loses, that's really really bad for Michigan, right? right. Um, you really want if Michigan is going to be on that losing end, um, there's going to be a lot of things that have to fall into place for Michigan to stay probably at that fourth slot because um, you have Ohio State still at number seven, you have you have uh, Notre Dame at number six. And the, the sneaky dark horse that no one's talking about is Oklahoma State. Yeah. Oklahoma State oh, yeah. is a really, really good program. Their defense is also really good. They're number five. Um, so Cincinnati going against Houston. You know, Houston's ranked 16. They're 11-1 and this year. Um, obviously coming from a small conference, Cincinnati can easily lose that game. So I think, I think Cincinnati needs to win by double digits kind of convincingly to, to remain even at that number four spot. Um, but I, I think I think Michigan has a really, really good shot of staying in, in that top four uh, if they can keep it close with Iowa. Now, again, the, the spread's ten and a half. So yeah. I, I really think Michigan can can uh, beat Iowa. Uh, but, again, Iowa is that one, that one Big Ten team that always seems to, to upset those big schools. They're fussy. <laughs> they're they're, they're, yeah. they're uh, corn-fed, you know? Corn-fed. No doubt. And that's just, oh, you know. 100%. Yeah, yeah. That's all they got out there. Corn. And well, they do have one of the best traditions uh, at that halftime wave. Too. What do you mean, so, the Iowa or so the Iowa wave? I, I, oh, Iowa oh, home wave, games. Yeah. Uh, they have they have a pediatric center that that faces the stadium. So during halftime, the entire yeah. stadium waves to the uh, to the sick kids is at it the a, hospital. Is it I, after I, the all right, first? Say what you want to say, Derek, because your face. <laughs> I'm just like, eh, I don't know. Like, why? That's not the greatest tradition. Like, yeah, it's not heart. It's, it's not heart the greatest felt. tradition, but it's it's, a, it's a pretty cool tradition. Yeah. Is it after the first half or the first quarter? I'm pretty sure it's the at halftime. At halftime, okay. So, so um, I did want to talk about. I guess we kind of covered the playoffs. Do you, if, if OSU wins, they're in probably right. Um. 
Say that again. If it's, Oklahoma it's, State wins, they're probably in the playoff, don't you think? Yeah, man. I, I don't know. It's really interesting because if Alabama loses uh, to Georgia, but it's it's a close game, you know, three points, seven points, maybe goes into overtime and they lose. I, I think the committee still gives Alabama the, the benefit of the doubt because no one's really stayed with Georgia this entire year. Um, so if they lose, it's it's really depending on how Oklahoma State handles Baylor. They beat them already this year. Yeah. Uh, but again, it, it's like Cincinnati. I think they need to have a decisive win against Baylor. Um, but if Cincinnati loses, Oklahoma State with a win is is guaranteed in. Uh, but it's really up to the to the committee and how they kind of see Alabama uh, in a loss to Georgia. You don't you don't think that this Auburn like struggle win is going to hurt them at all in the rankings? Well, it did. I mean, yeah. they were they were number three going into the weekend, uh, beat Auburn, and now they're at number four. But you know, I, I think because Auburn was unranked um, and their starting quarterback, you know, out with an ankle injury for Auburn to really hold it to him. But, again, the Iron Bowl is one of the toughest games in college football. Next to next to Michigan-Ohio State, that's maybe one of the toughest games to play in college football. Um, so f- the fact that they got penalized for that is a little, a little uneven for me, but, you know, it, it's, it makes it really interesting for, for the entire playoff picture. Um, and what's even more, uh, what's even greater is some of these teams are going to get snubbed that should be in, and it's going to, it's going to escalate that situation to have a 12-team playoff uh, next year. Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, yeah, that's unfortunate, yeah. yeah. Just leave it where it is. Yeah. It's fine. Like, stop trying to add more because it will yeah. never be enough. We're just going to water it yeah, down. I, I, I think eight I think eight is a is a great playoff number. You know, you have some I like of those four. teams. Those, Keep those it with four. Seven, seven <laughs> six-seed teams, uh, seven, six-ranked teams like that Ohio State uh, team. What You know, they did get beat Mich- to, by Michigan pretty handily, but they – they are a good team. They deserve to to see how far they can run. So eight teams would be, I think, a sweet spot for, yeah, for just, college football. I just feel it waters down what is currently the best regular season of all the major sports. You know, because it, if 12 can get in, you're going to have three lost teams in there. So it takes some of the gravity away from your week-to-week matchups during the regular season. That's neither here nor there. I did want to ask you about this Lincoln Riley leaving OU to go to USC and what you think that does to the Pac-12 as a whole. This, I mean, this is huge, huge news for the Pac-12. Not only the Pac-12, but for college football as a whole. I mean, we've had... Big name programs this year that obviously needed, you know, coach filling. Obviously, Florida being one of them. LSU, Miami seems to be kind of on that on that cusp of of needing a coach. Now, Oklahoma, um, Lincoln Riley. That was that was kind of a shock for me to see him go to the Pac-12. But it's only gonna it's only gonna do really great things for the Pac-12. UCLA is kind of on the rise right now with Chip Kelly. You have Oregon. Um, and I think the biggest thing with Lincoln Riley is the recruits in the last three days that have decommitted from Oklahoma um, because of this whole coaching situation for them. Four of the nine that have decommitted are California kids. Right. Um, the best one is is 2023 recruiting class. He's a five-star uh, quarterback, uh, Malachi Nelson. Uh, from Southern California, he's the number one kid in California right now, number three ranked uh, nationally. So I, I think it's I think it's in the cards that USC is about to get really good overnight. Uh, and hopefully, I mean, I hate USC being a Texas fan, but 
seeing the Pac-12 come back to some prominence is is a uh, is a good feeling for the West Coast kids. No doubt, no doubt. It definitely, I I think it elevates the entire conference. Uh, real quick before we go ahead, I don't, hold on. I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys heard just this. Uh, this just happened about an hour ago, but uh, LSU is finalizing yeah. a head coach role for Brian Kelly from Notre Dame. That was the question I was going to um, ask you. Oh, okay. Sorry to sorry to cut you off there, but yeah, now we have Notre Dame as a as an opening, you know, fill slot. So I think you're gonna see a lot of a lot of shiftiness in the next uh couple months with, with coaching and, and obviously recruits and transfer portals. It's it's gonna get pretty out of control over over the summer. So let the coaching carousel begin. Well hey, we'll we'll have to have you back on uh over the next few weeks leading up to the college playoff. Um, definitely after this coming weekend, the championship weekend, that's gonna be awesome. So uh Mr. Lucan, we appreciate you, sir. I appreciate you guys for having me. Yeah, man, anytime. But not anytime, just <laughs> also, mainly college. Also, football. Wake Forest plus three and a half, hammer it. <laughs> uh, and that's, you got you to gotta take him up on that, kids. John's claim to fame around here is he once went 78% on his college football picks for an entire season. So... That's why we have you on. You have you're still you're still riding that high around here, my friend. Like that, like Derek says, flash of the brilliance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. We'll catch up with you soon. All right, guys. Later. All right. Oh, I forgot to bring up Tiger Woods with him. Oh, Tiger's not back. Well, he's making a comeback. Apparently, <sighs> he'll be back sparringly. Yeah, 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 here and there. Yeah, well, that's all we need. For he's Tigers. gone now, yeah. so we can't talk to him about Tiger Woods. So we'll move on. <clears throat> so Ed Orgeron, Coach O, coached his last game with LSU, his hometown team. And we were fortunate enough to get Coach O in studio. So let's welcome him now. Coach O, welcome to the show again. Thank you for being with us. Go, go Tigers. What's up, y'all? Go, go Tigers. How we doing, y'all? Go Tigers. We're doing well. We're doing well, man. So how was it? it was, this was your last game. Obviously, this was a dream job. You won a national championship a few years back. And just a few years after, you are out as the head coach of LSU, of the Tigers. How does it feel? Oh, it's, it's a tough loss right now, you know, losing the Tigers. And, but I always have Tigers in my heart, you know. No matter what I say, go, go Tigers. They'll always be with me. Uh, uh, Tiger was for my blood, Tiger's blood, uh, and uh, they, they do some. Uh, uh, no matter what, tough, tough to leave. But you know, um, want to move on with my life, and it's about that time. And we're ready to settle down and just, just watch the Tigers play. No longer coach the Tigers, just watch the Tigers. You know, it's kind of fun to just watch Tigers, not just have to coach the Tigers. But go Tigers. So what are you going to do now that uh, you have all this free time on your hands? Well, you know, just uh, talking to people about how great the Tigers are. You know, go around telling how good the Tigers are. Tiger Nation and uh, go to gas stations, telling people, go Tigers. And uh, <laughs> maybe seeing uh, some nice people out there that need to talk about how great the Tigers are. Um, you know, maybe, maybe get back into coaching later if the, if the good Lord calls me back, you know. But uh, go, go Tigers, no matter what, first and foremost. God won Tigers, too. Uh, but, you know, go, go Tigers. So maybe no Dame, you know, that's a God's calling place right there. Maybe. It's like God won, Tigers two. But uh, right now it's Tigers none. Uh, we're at home and uh, we're done. Okay. Um, <laughs> real quick before you get out of here, two questions. What is your favorite Tiger? 
Uh, except Beng- Bengal Tiger's a nice tiger. Uh, that's a it's a fun tiger to uh, uh to, to to see in action right there. Bengal Tiger, oh, oh get you, Bengal Tiger. Bengal yeah. Tiger. Yeah. All right, and lastly, um, the news just dropped that LSU has made their next hire for your old job, and they are taking Brian Kelly to fill your role. He'll never like Tigers as much as I like Tigers, that's for sure. But uh, I, I respect him, and hopefully he leads the Tigers into the great promised land of uh, winning and uh, taking down championships because that's what Tigers need to do. The Tigers are champions, so always go Tigers. There you have it. Hey, uh, Coach O, thank you for being with us as always. We'll still have to bring you in here from time to time, check up on you, see how life and, uh, and retirement's going for you. M- most definitely. Pre- appreciate the time, and, and uh, go Tigers. <laughs> Yeah, we got to give a shout out to Rudy's cousin, Rosalind, who made her way out to Ann Arbor to check out um, Michigan beat Ohio State. Oh, lucky. Is, dude, yeah, she lucky. Took, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, her and her best friend, Alex, took the red eye out Friday night, got there early uh, Saturday morning, saw the game, rushed the field, which, uh, you know, epic Legendary. Jeez. Over 100,000 wow. people in that stadium, you know? Yeah. So after that, they took the red eye back to Cali and caught the uh, Niner Vikings game. Wow! Yeah, that's Insane. quite a it's quite a weekend right there. Yeah, that's like a yeah. That's you it's, can't ask for anything better. Was, yeah. yeah, I was like, wait, you're at the Niner game too? Like what? The? So yeah, just being at that game, I can't even imagine that atmosphere, dude. And you get to rush the field too. And rush yeah. the field. Yeah. Rush wow. the field and awesome. make time for your flight back. Right? Yeah. Gosh. Wow. So yeah. Okay. All right. Well, well apparently from, we were wrong with the wrong uh, Vasquez over here. Yeah, you know? like, should have Rosalind on. Yeah, come you know on. What I mean? She apparently does things out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Good to know. Should have got right. her breakdown of yeah. the game. <laughs> Eyewitness. Straight, uh, yeah, straight up. First-hand experience. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. She probably touched someone's butt out there. Oh, I'm sure a she player's did. butt for sure. Yeah, I would have. Yeah. No. 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 I'll grab a helmet though. I, for sure, snagging I, I, I one of would those. have taken a helmet. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I'm yeah. snagging one of those bad for boys. For sure. And Except I don't like when they have the. I don't like the stickers on them. Nope. I don't like either. when they do stickers it's on a them. Buckeyes really? thing. No, that's yeah. a, exactly. It's a Buckeyes, it's a Buckeyes oh, thing. Yeah, it's not ours. Yeah. No, yeah. no. Let them have Buckeyes it. tradition. Nope. Let them have it. Our helmets are too clean to cover up. Why yeah. would you want to? It's it's like an Alabama type helmet. You don't ruin that type of. It's it's classic. It's a classic. Classic. Yeah. I think. I honestly think that the Wolverines have the best helmet in the game. I'd agree. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. Other teams try to copy it, but the wings, they mean Michigan. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Uh, amazing blue, baby. Uh, let's stay with football, but let's go over to the professionals because the Niners somehow have managed <laughs> let's go. to not only stay relevant, but if the playoffs started today, they would be in the wild card, and now they are technically in the hunt for the division which is just insane if you told me that after that colts game that in three weeks we would be in a wild card and have a chance at the division i would have told you to get bleeped I mean, you guys wrote them off. I was, yeah. I was ready to not have to talk about Niners football for a while. I was happy about it. Was, too bad, no. baby. I was no, kind of happy, too, but now I'm even more yeah, you guys excited. were stoked to not have oh, to talk yeah. about You're like, oh, we're done with the Niners, but no. Yeah, now we, here we back in the Kyle box. Shanahan finally figured it out. 
if you keep the ball away out of out of Jimmy G's hands, we and might just win. give it. Just give just it. Just run Debo. the damn ball. Yeah, give it to, give, Debo, give it to Debo, Debo over and over and over. And oh. unfortunately for us Niners fans, Debo is now out, and so is Fred Warner. Debo is out for at least a week or two. Fred Warner is going to miss this next week. It looks like, and that's where we're at. So. You know, as high as the motion we are riding right now. Yeah, but it's 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 still looking good, though. Uh, George Kittle's healthy. Trent Williams is probably the best tackle in the game right now. and uh, Possibly of all time. Yeah, his he's unreal. His run block is insane. I uh, forgot what he was graded, but it's It was highest. a 99. It's the yeah. highest of all time. Since, uh, yeah, I think the one before that was Joe Thomas with the Browns yeah. back in 09. And Jonathan Ogden as well was right, right there. Yeah. yeah, But, yeah, so we're, we're healthy besides a, a couple key players, but we're back, dude. It definitely helped that Kirk Cousins lined up un- underneath the guard <laughs> and not the center on fourth and goal, down eight oh uh, in a critical moment in the game. How could you do that, bro? Like, I mean, it's Kirk Cousins. It's Kirk Cousins. Yeah, yeah it's Kirk. You like that? Um, Garden didn't like that. He was like, no, no man. He's no, a, whoa, whoa, no, whoa, whoa, don't touch me there, bro. My gooch is not for your placement. Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Wrong gooch, man. Wrong gooch. <laughs> well, let's talk about your uh, Panthers. Oh, no. Is he back or what, bro? Yeah, I mean, he's back. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but we're used to. God damn. Yeah, no. That was ugly. Five for 24. Cam Newton. Uh, what was it? 4.8 pa- uh, was his rating? Yeah, something like that. It was under It was under five or something. It was It was awful. Single yeah. digits. The only and... digit you had was after the decimal plays. <laughs> so you had two, actually. There's, <laughs> yeah. a, there's a two digits. There you go. But, um, um, yeah, 5 for 24. We lose Chris, Christian McCaffrey. For the season. And we yeah, lose to the Dolphins. You know? yeah. I mean, the Dolphins have been playing well this past month. But still, it's it's the Dolphins. I don't know. The Panthers are usually adapt to swimming in water, you know? They that should have been able to take down a, a Dolphin, you know? Yeah. You think that? A pa- Panther versus a Dolphin? I'm taking a Panther every day of the oh, week. Oh, every, every single time. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm taking a Dolphin. Dolphins will kill great whites. Is that really a thing? Yeah, they I don't know. Like they, they, they was scare like them away. Myth. No, they, they'll go jab them in their in their gills. No, I mean I I've know always, they scare them I've away. Heard... I know if you see a dolphin, you're safe because there's no sharks around. Is that, a, is that a, no? That that's, that's a thing. That's 100%. a thing too. Okay, but I don't think they're like attacking them. So I don't know. We'll see. And I mean, there's no gills for these uh, dolphins to punch. You know. So it turns out that dolphins indeed do kill great whites from time to time when threatened. Okay, so not for uh, sport though. They're not like yeah, no, no, they're not out there yeah, hunting like, great you know, whites. Man, I want to get one of great white today. You know, let's get one of those <laughs> yeah. bad boys. Yeah, that would be more of an orca's job. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what they call the killer whale. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're actually a dolphin. Killer whales are actually dolphins. Oh. Well, really, they're the dolphin yeah. family. Yeah, yeah. And they're in the dolphin yeah, family. They're, they're, they're considered a dolphin they're more mammals. than a whale. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah they're married. Right. Well, I'm a yeah. Pisces, but I'd rather be a killer whale. Uh, moving on. <sighs> Are the Pats really this good? I think so. Mac Jones. I, I think it right came now. down to actually having a good quarterback. Mackie Mack is out there throwing. I think it just comes down to the fact that the AFC is poop. Yes. And yeah, does like anyone even want to win the AFC? Seriously. Does anyone want to win it? Does like, anyone? Anyone the out there? Like, I mean, the Bengals just routed the damn Steelers. Steelers are garbage. Well, there, uh, six teams are within one game of the number one spot. Let me just say that. <laughs> six insane. teams are within the one game of the number too. one spot. Lost as well. About everything you need to that's know about the Right there. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. insane. Like, the top seven are still vying for that number one spot. That's pretty intense. That's, that's going to be an yeah. interesting end of the season, yeah, which that's... makes it interesting. But at the same point in time, you're just getting a lot of – Crap football, I feel. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Like, uh, 
Can we can we talk about um, some people getting getting slides this year? And what I mean by that is we're not giving them a bunch of crap about um, playing poorly. And top of that list has got to be Justin Herbert. He got a nice yeah, little slide. Yeah, so I have him on my fantasy team. He plays really good for three games. Doesn't do anything for two, and then he'll come back the game after that. So he's never consistent. But when he's on, he's on. But when he's not, he is playing like poop. Yeah, he's been absolute uh, poopy poop, but but soup as of late. Um, and you never <clears> – <throat> it's not in the national consciousness when we talk about football that Justin Herbert has not been – uh, the golden child we all proclaimed him to be last year. Yeah, true. I mean, so. he should be playing more consistent with the team that he has. Yeah, he's got weapons he has receivers, all over the place. He has yeah. Austin Eckler that has, I'm pretty sure he has the most uh, touchdowns for a running back, receiving and rushing combined. And he has great receivers too, So and a good defense. Yep. So the whole yep. team needs to wake up. But yeah, Justin Herbert does need to wake up. Please, please, bro, wake up. Final thing I wanted to mention about this past NFL weekend, which started uh, heavy slated games on Thursday, most of which were not great games. But the I mean, Cowboys lost. If you're a Raiders lost. fan, you loved it. Yeah, yeah if you're a Raiders a fan, game. you yeah. loved it. <laughs> you lived life on, on Thursday. Yeah. But you that was the well. only only good game of the afternoon or the entire I day. Mean, I mean, come on. I was, I was giving for the Lions. I thought they had a chance. If the Lions won, it would have been all worth it. Oh, yeah. It would have been all worth it. Yeah. yeah. Giving Dan Campbell a chance. Yeah. You know? But they lost. Nope. With. Time expiring, yes, in the to most lioness of ways possible. To, yeah, to Andy Dalton, to the red, yeah, rifle. the red rifle man. Ugh. All right, let's uh, let's talk some quick fantasy. Um, if you're at home right now, you can go ahead and join us. This is th <clears throat> thirsty thirty seconds of fantasy, where we just vent about the past weekend and how our squads did. Feel free to join in. Here we go. But I gotta it's unbelievable. Are you yeah, kidding me? Right, Kyle Griffin. Lamar? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Four interceptions. Four interceptions. I had a chance in the playoffs. I went all the way from the number 10 spot. All the way up towards the number 5 spot. Four interceptions. Four. Four. You're supposed to be this high-end quarterback. You're doing absolutely nothing. Four interceptions. You screwed me. Unbelievable. I don't know what to do. Ridiculous fool. <clears throat> yeah, feel better. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not really yeah. feeling better as we kick it out of the playoff, but you know, yeah. no, it still hurts. It hurts a lot. Yeah, Rudy, 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 Rudy. Occurred to me what the student body has been chanting for the last two or three minutes. It's the name Rudy. All right, last week was solid. I went three for three, which was uh, surprisingly good for me this year. So uh, I'm pretty stoked on that, but this week's a new week. I'm going to stay with my boys. I'm going with the Niners two and a half on the road against Seattle. And I'm taking a sleeper. and Not really a sleeper. I'm just going the other way around. I'm going to take Denver. Denver looked good there yesterday against the Chargers. I'm going to take them at plus 12 against the Chiefs on the road. So... Hammer it, boys. Let's go. There you go. Hey, also, Denver, how about getting Melvin Gordon a touchdown? Thank you. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh, 
like fantasy football. It's so annoying. Uh, I don't know why I play. Every year I get to this point in the season and I <laughs> say to you guys, why do I continue to sign myself up to just give my friends money? 18 years I've won one time. Mm. 18 years I'm always in the hunt. 18 years I'm always top three in points. I've won one time. Once. I've made the playoffs a total of twice in 18 years. Wow, that's, that's, that's horrid. Wow. I have, yeah, you, might, I have, dang, you might want to reconsider yeah, I have your had life. the most points in my league 10 of those years with two playoff appearances. <laughs> like, that's, you can't even bro. say like you're the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, I, I don't even know what just, to... Just stop, man. Yeah. Yeah, I might. Well, yeah. anyway... I mean, that's, that's like... kind of sad. Yeah, yeah that's, it that's, is. That's, <laughs> that's, that's really thinking about right it. Dude. Yeah, like I said, I will be hosting therapy sessions at my house <laughs> every Wednesday night. Feel free to come over and uh, console me. It's usually just consists of me eating ice cream and crying to myself. So. I mean, fantasy football, your fantasies are very awful. Yeah. Yeah, it's, not, it's nightmare. 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 Nightmare football. Nightmare so football. Yeah. you guys want to stop talking about fantasy? Because no one cares. Touche. No, that's fair. Let's talk about right. how much we love KZFR. Oh, God, KZFR, you are the best. We love you so much. We love you. The, you are Bay. <laughs> Number one. Number one in our hearts and minds and souls. I'll and, get on the knees for KZFR. Okay. Wow, a little aggressive. And we beg are. for them to still be on the air, you know. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Pray to the good Lord that they don't crush these airways. Yes. Okay? All right. Very good. Yeah. This is FM 90.1 KZFR Chico, people-powered community radio for the Sacramento Valley, the foothills, and beyond. And we are talking about practice, Chico's only locally produced sports talk radio show. Jero, Derek, Rudy, Statman Brad, we had John on earlier. We got our foreign correspondent, Aaron, joining us shortly. But first, want to give another shout-out to supporters of the show, our friends over at Digital Path. Providing high-speed internet for your home or business. Digital Path offers flexible plans with expanded data and speeds up to 75 megabits per second. Details about Digital Path service at 800-676-PATH. That's 800-676-7284 and at digitalpath.net. I feel better. Feel better. We just need a quick little reset. I forgot to do uh, my uh, pick of the week. My bad. I mean, do you want to do it right now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Before I forget, okay. uh, Patriots over the Bills on the road Monday night at plus one eighty. Plus one eighty. Wow. Upset. Against two. Upset alert. The Bills. The Bills. Okay. Wow. That's so an alarm. Wow. Saying upset alert. Upset y'all. Upset alert. That's upset. Put money down, y'all. Please. the house. Upset please, right? alert. Yeah. You probably bet your left pinky and get away with that one. No. Oh, yeah, 100%. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But not the right one. No, you're right. No. no. Yeah. Too valuable. And definitely no testicles. No. 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 Gosh, Never no. Never that. Whenever someone's like, I bet my testicle something, it's like, what's why? wrong with you, yeah, bro? Like, what's a little aggressive. I Maybe. bet my testicle that I wouldn't bet my testicle. Boom. Never. What Never. are you going to do with well, that? Well, you just bet your testicle, so therefore you lost yours. You'll never bet his testicles, yeah. though, so he'll never yeah. use them. That's right. Yeah. No, but you bet him to not bet him, but you bet him anyways. Hmm. 
All right. Hey. It's time for everyone. Gotcha. It's time to get caught up on the news going on oh, around man. the world with our man Derek Isumaki in the news. Oh, man. When news breaks in the tri-state area or the world. Breaking news, breaking news. Derek Isumaki has breaking news. That is right, y'all. Time for the news. Now, got a couple of good stories for y'all. Some that this one is a is an interesting story that comes out of our good old friends of Germany, where they have in certain areas euthanasia clinics. Now, you know what euthanasia is, y'all, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Good. Yeah. Now, in these euthanasia clinics, though, if you want to admit yourself, well, you, have to, you have to be vaccinated. So if you want wait, to euthanize what? yourself in <laughs> Germany, but wait, yeah. you have to be vaccinated. Wow. Yeah. yeah against COVID. That's what I'm talking about, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah you know yeah. what I'm talking about right now. That, uh, that vaccine. What? Um, yeah. So that's just that's where we're at right now. That is this, just this, so this is weird, right there. I guess they'd want to make sure whenever they kill you, that it doesn't stick around or hover I, around or give the person that, you know, give the staff COVID. I guess I don't know, maybe, maybe. yeah, or give the people that are dying next to you not COVID, but they're going to be dead anyways. That's the idea, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's <laughs> that's, that's stupid. So yeah. Um, if you so, guys, if you want to sign yourself up to just end it all right now, make sure you just get vaccinated first. You yeah. know, yeah, that's all we're asking for. You know, Damn. dedicate your life to it all completely. They're like, oh shit. They just want to get those numbers up. You know, make sure everybody gets. it. Yeah, they're probably like, oh, I guess I can't kill myself with the wait the uh, the whole month. You know, for the two weeks or three weeks in between time. Right. That, that's a, that could be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I came into the wrong part of this conversation. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. It's all good though. We're moving into a good spot right now because we are got to help our neighbors to the north right now. They are hitting a terrible situation right now. Canada is facing a near catastrophic event as they are running low on maple syrup. <gasps> There's no way. No. They are having to tap into their reserves. Uh, what? Maple syrup reserve. Produce that liquid gold that flows from that country. Are you kidding me? Now, Quebec produces nearly 70% of the world's maple syrup. 70% comes from one area. That's insane. That's a lot of syrup. My, there's a reason why it's on their flag, I guess. My goodness, that maple leaf. But yeah, they are releasing 50 million pounds of, of its strategic maple syrup reserves. Holy cow. It's over about half its stockpile. Is that like a vintage class, though? Right? You know, that's probably the good stuff. Yeah. yeah the, like the, 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 really. The, the, the age right there. Yeah, the are, maple yeah. syrup reserve. Yeah. 
So that is what's happening right now over in our friends uh, to the north right now. So I guess so. we have to stock up before yeah. the price goes up. <clears throat> I'm say, man. Yeah. Vermont, step yeah. it up. Are you guys a, uh, a a pure maple syrup fan? I don't ever be like a maple syrup. I like my processed syrup. Yeah, I'm down with processed syrup. Yeah, I really enjoy a good maple syrup when it's around, and I prefer like if it's maple, I want like the like the real stuff. Either it's from Vermont or it's from Canada. All right, y'all are gonna hate this, but I was recently introduced to sugar-free syrup. What? Not that bad. Really? There's a thing. I'm old. I didn't even know that was a thing. I'm old. Huh. All right. It doesn't even co- coexist. I'm yeah. sorry for even bringing that seems it up. Like an oxymoron. Yeah. yeah. Maple, like sugar free. It's like sugar free cotton candy type of a thing. It's like made from sugar. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? I don't know. I don't uh, know what the process of syrup is. It like, is it like no added sugar that's to like, the, the syrup? That's like saying Mexico is going to run out of rice and beans. Yeah. Pretty that's, much. That's, yeah. That's. that's it's kind of scary. That is scary. Yeah, but that's, that's scaring like, me. I'm not even Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Again, crazy to think that one area, Quebec. Yeah, that's the country, a lot. the the state. I don't know. They're called states up there. I don't know. If they're called. Provinces, provinces, provinces. Yeah, provinces. provinces yeah. The province of Quebec produces seventy percent of that. Just that one province. Just that one province. Jeez. Of the world's maple syrup. Where is Quebec? Is Quebec what? in the east? Yes, it is. Yes. Okay. Yeah. By Toronto. I believe. Okay, so that's Vermont area. Okay. Yes. That exactly right in that whole area. All right. So um, yeah, I guess if you guys have a, there's no maple trees out here, right? Like you have, they're all up there. Right? They're all up in that eastern yeah, region, board. Yeah. I have no idea. Man. They can. I wonder. They probably. I guess they can't survive out here, which is unfortunate. Hmm. I guess it'd be kind of cool to have your own tap of syrup maple. In the back. Yeah. 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 Just you know. I don't know how good it would be with this climate, but you know, yeah, it'd probably be awful actually. It'd burn down actually. That's <laughs> yeah, it'll, burn, it'll get so dry that yeah. we'll die and burn. <laughs> Yeah. Start another forest fire. Uh, That's what we need right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'll stop now, guys. You want a couple fun facts about Quebec? Sure. Yeah. Poutine originated in Quebec. Hey, thank you. Good. As many of you might know, uh, Quebec is a French-speaking provenance. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was founded in 1608. The uh, famous hotel there, the Chateau Frontaca, uh, fr- what, that's not how you say it, <laughs> Front, Front, Frontenac, the ho- Chateau Frontenac Hotel holds the Guinness Book of good. World Records for the most photographed hotel in the world. Wow. Really? And, Damn. fun fact, they produce a lot of maple syrup. There you go. Yeah. Ah, All right. Hey. We didn't know that already. All right. Well. That's the news, y'all. The news. All right, uh, appreciate it as always. Good stuff, sir. Now we bring on our foreign correspondent to class up the show a little bit, Aaron. Aaron, hello. How's it going, guys? It's going fantastic around here. So you watched the match for us this past weekend. Catch us up on all we missed or didn't miss. Yeah, I mean, I loved it. I really, I cannot overstate how much I really enjoy watching it. Um, But yeah, it was not the most exciting one we've seen, especially after that last one in Montana with those like crazy views and wild holes. Um, Brooks Kepka went up on hole number two and that was it. There was nothing uh, Bryson could do to catch him. Um, originally it was only supposed to be 12 holes, which I thought was kind of odd. Um, it only ended up going nine, um, by hole eight Brooks was up by four, uh, nine. 
he puts it for uh, Birdie to win it all. Um, so, yeah, a little bit disappointing. Not the competition we were thinking or were hoping, but um, I loved it. I I really enjoy it. Now, Bryson DeChambeau is not an entertainer. He plays in an entertaining fashion, but his personality is not very, very entertaining. Was that something that came across during the match, or do I have him pegged wrong? No, I think you're right, and I think the hard part, too, is, that, you know, there wasn't a lot of trash talk. They, they genuinely don't like each other, and so there wasn't much trash talk happening. There was, like, a little bit here and there. There was a, a solid eye roll by Brooks Kepka at one point, which was hilarious. Um, but, yeah, Bryson kind of got the personality of, a like, a mango. Just not that great. Um, so, you know, he tried, and there was a funny moment where Phil was breaking down the shot and, you know, telling us what was going through Bryson's head. And Bryson goes, hey, Phil, I'm just waiting on you, man. So, you know, it got a chuckle, but, yeah, he's kind of a dud of a dude. Yeah, I mean, anyone who wears that hat can't be taken all that serious, am I right? No, no, not at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's, do we have the next, next, the match scheduled yet? Um, I, I don't think so. And I hope that they learn from this. The commentary from Charles Barkley and Phil Mickelson is like far none. Charles is so funny. He's definitely says things that are hilarious. At one point he made a comment that yoga is just stretching and, um, that's why they can charge you more because they call it yoga. So they need to keep him. He's hilarious. Phil is great because he breaks it all down. Um, so I think he should either be part of the next match or at least a commentator. Um, also, I think Tony Romo, I know nobody's asking me, but I, Tony Romo would be a lot of fun to watch as uh, one of the celeb extras. So who's your dream matchup then? Yeah, so definitely Tony Romo and Phil Mickelson because, like I said, Phil's commentary. I love to hear like what they're thinking when they're going to take you know the the ball pulls and ball. And it, I find it fascinating. Tony Romo is also he's not just like you know he was a decent football player, but he's a pretty good golfer and he's a great commentator as well. Um, so I think it would be a lot of fun to see him. And I really enjoyed seeing Tom Brady. I, I think Tom is, you know, really loosens up when he's out there. And who would be another great man? Who? Phil. What about Steph? Steph Curry. Oh, yeah. Oh, Steph would be great, too. Absolutely. I, he When he was out there, that was a lot of fun to watch, especially because they're good. And he does the trash talk really, really well. Um, I was thinking as far as pro golfers go, but, uh, yeah, I'd love to see Steph again. I think there really is endless numbers and you've just kind of got to get the right combination. I think they realized like that wasn't the way to go, even though there was so much hype going into it. You should put in John Daly for it, you know, bring that guy in. That'd be fun. That would be a hundred percent. John Daly and Barkley. Only if he's allowed to smoke cigarettes at every hole. I'm pretty sure that'd be the only reason why he'd get and drink and drink and have a flask with him. Yeah. Oh, speaking Absolutely. of drinking and golf, we got to give a shout out yes. to our man Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra. Yes. Learn a little tidbit of knowledge on what you, if you watch that match. They are the reasons why they are bed carts out there. So uh, those guys are legends and deserve a place on Mount Rushmore just for that fee alone. Okay. Agreed. We Agreed. appreciate them. Yes. All right, Aaron. Well, uh, as always, 
We appreciate it. E-Class up the show. You make us better people around here. And we will catch up with you next week. Sounds good. Talk to you later, guys. Later. later. All right. That was our foreign correspondence. Sport, chorus, oh, Jesus. Our foreign correspondent. Thank you. You're welcome. Here we go. Tongue twisters. Oh, boy. It's a long one right now. The fact that I had to recover that says a lot. Does it? Yeah. Don't talk very well. Yeah, well, he's got himself all all dressed up. Or I right talk now. too much. He's super dressed up right now, and he just feel like he's you know <laughs> trying to be all proper. Right he's now. feeling himself yeah, a little bit. Really yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Brad's got yeah. He's, he's shining like right now, man. He's glowing. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm he's glowing. I'm I'm, I'm moving up in the are. world of my attire now. There you go, I'm owning it. Yeah, I'm owning it. Good for you, man. Okay. Hey, dress well, play well. Exactly. Look good, feel good. Play good. Look good, feel good. Play good, get paid good. Hoping nothing. Just for the job you want, man. Yeah, not the one you have. Looks like you're a youth pastor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Okay. Nice. All right, we got to put that on the poll when we get off the show. Does Brad look like a youth pastor? Yes. Or yes. <laughs> yeah. and, I, question, I mean, I got my fact. pastor likes winter beanie, too. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Please put it on. Please put there it on. Hold on. I know yeah. this is an audio medium. Oh, yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is that a fleece? Are you wearing a fleece? Oh, my God. Yes. This is a... Yes. This is yes. a pastor winter retreat. Yes, yes, it absolutely oh, is. Oh, man. Oh, my God. This is amazing. No yeah. more orange... Shorts and yeah, t-shirts? yeah, or no purple, more ba- purple, purple, no more basketball yeah. shorts, yeah. none of that anymore, and um, no wow. more uh, flip flops, yeah, no more flip flops. No I'm, I'm going with that, no more okay. flip flops to the studio anymore. I'm gonna be, wow. I've got some nice shoes that I've I bought and I'm excited for, so I'm gonna start wearing them. There you yeah. go. Look good, feel good, play good, damn good straight, good. damn straight, love it. You might come in teach last good, place, but you're gonna look real good doing it, yeah, 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 well, teach good, preach good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Let's talk some hoops for a second, shall we? Uh, we shall. Really. I don't want to. I'm just saying that because the Lakers are playing horrible and we're barely beating the worst teams in the league. But hey. Well, then can we talk about one of the best matchups coming up tomorrow? Suns versus the Warriors in Phoenix. Yep. That is going to be an absolute juggernaut that of a matchup. They have been tomorrow. going off, what is it, eight, 16, 15 straight for the Suns, I believe? Is it that many? I thought it was 13 straight. No, I think it's more than yeah, that. Yeah. It's more than that? It's yeah. 16 straight? Yeah. 16 now. Man. Yeah. Okay. yeah, they're yeah. rolling right now. And the Warriors have uh, the the best record in the league? Or they have the best, best record. record in the league right now. Is it the Suns right behind them? So yeah. it's 16 okay. for the Suns, and then the Warriors have a seven-game win streak on the line right now. And it's 19-2 so. and two versus 18-3? 18-2 and two versus 17-3. and three. Thank you. That's mm-hmm. a game tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah, that's tomorrow night at seven p.m. I actually might pay attention to that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Should be. Uh, we're a quarter way through the season, so the Warriors are really going to get tested this week. They play their next two games are in Phoenix. Um, oh really? Tuesday oh, and yeah, Friday. Okay. So um, we could see a shift at the top if Phoenix takes a couple games here at home. And then uh, Clay Thompson's joining the G League in Santa Cruz too. Clay mm-hmm. Thompson, yeah. James Wiseman going down and to Wiseman the G League to get some run. Um, the first ever super team at the G League level. <laughs> 8-3-1, baby. Was Ball going to join him too? You know? Oh, God. Yeah. Apparently a G League superstar already there. You know? Well, he's not even getting any run, but he's getting advertised, which is great for him. You know what? Gotta love LeVar. 
That's no a, doubt. He's yeah. the, he is the he's best trying, dad ever. Oh, yeah. Okay? 100%. He's like, you kids want to play in the bigs? I'm going to talk your way into it. Yep. <laughs> I do want to talk about what the Warriors are doing right now. Um, just because what they're doing is pretty unheard of. They had two really rough seasons. Obviously, just injury riddled with missing Clay for almost basically all, uh, all of the years, last two seasons. Yeah. Uh, missed Steph for a lot of that as well. Um, and then you have, you know, you get James Wiseman in the draft, and he played okay, then got injured, probably got thrust into that role, and then they just retooled. They brought back Andre Iguodala. Um, Draymond's looking like the defensive player of the year. Him and Giannis are going to be vying for that when the year is up if, if he stays at this rate. But it's really what's so impressive obviously Steph is just playing at an MVP level and just is on a whole nother level right now and we'll talk about him giving a tech to the refs which was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen but I just wanted to talk about how they really filled out that roster because it's unique rarely ever do you have a team that keeps its core of a championship roster still in place while getting younger and remaining relevant and these younger pieces like a Juan Toscano Anderson um, like a Damian Lee, like a Jordan Poole, have really found their role over the last few years and are fitting in well with the squad. And then you got someone like Jonathan Kaminga that you could just throw in there, a number seven pick uh, in garbage time, who isn't asked to do a lot and is just playing a role and looks great. Um, and I was kind of disappointed that we didn't go Franz Wagner with that pick. And uh, Franz Wagner is balling out for the Magic, and I think he would have fit in perfect, um, especially, you know, Michigan alum. Shout out Big Blue. Um, but this team just, it, it's really interesting how they were able to bounce back, and Clay hasn't even rejoined the team yet. Number one defense by a lot in the league right now. And just, just tearing it up. So, obviously, for your boy over here, as a longtime Warriors fan, this has been a lot of fun. I contend this is the most fun team we've had to root for in a long time. And, uh, yeah, it's just been a blast. But I did want to talk about, I was watching the game, flipping between the Warriors and uh, Warriors versus Clippers yesterday and the Niners, Vikings. And I caught that um, tech that got thrown uh, at Steph Curry, and I can't believe he didn't get ejected the way he went at the ref. He went right at the ref, yelling at him. <laughs> I don't remember ever seeing Steph that mad. And then just absolutely scorched the Clippers after that. It was a close game up until that tech, and then Steph was like, nah, I'm going to take it over. Then hits a fall, falling away three and gives the refs a tech. I've never seen a player do that, and if it was anyone... Besides Steph in the league, they're getting ejected at that point. But it's Steph, and he's cute, and he's a family man, and everyone loves him, so he gets to stay in the game, which is just so funny because Steph is one of the, if not the cockiest NBA player, but he's so adorable. No one gives him – he doesn't get a bad rap. So um, I just – I love that tech that he threw uh, through to the refs. I did want to talk about something super serious, all right? Jokic is back in Miami tonight. And he brought his brothers with him. Oh. Now, for those of you who don't remember, Jokic got a hard foul from Markeith Morris earlier in the season and retaliated by blindsiding him with all 300 pounds of his body and just chucking him to the floor, uh, causing some level of whiplash. And Markeith Morris, uh, by all means, bad dude, tough guy, missed several games after that. 
So it's not like it was a light push. He he got him. And so he's in Miami tonight. Um, I haven't seen any major headlines come across my way that say that there's anyone's been bodied yet. But his brothers are going. And if you've seen his brothers, they're terrifying. Yeah. Imagine Jokic, but meaner with tattoos. And a little bit more yoked. They're Serbian, bro. Serbians yeah. don't play around. They've been in civil wars for like <clears throat> their entire life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. They probably killed people. Yeah. 100%. I mean, like with their bare allegedly, hands. but yeah. yes. Allegedly, yeah. Yeah. They're Re- for sure like, you know. Recklessly they're... speculating, but yeah, probably yes. murdered. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. If you've like, seen them, they look like they've murdered like anti-terrorist folks. squad or something like that. Yes. You know? They yeah, do they, not they, look like friendly dudes. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. Um, I'll definitely be checking to see if anyone got murdered. But to this point, it doesn't look like anyone has. And last thing I want to say is as much we give CP3 a hard time around here. My man has been bawling. Um, and the Suns, yeah, he's, well, I guess. He's doing what he's supposed to be doing. He wins in the regular season. He's a facilitator. He'll lose Fair in the playoffs. Yeah. Fair enough. You know, he, he won't. Uh, he's not going to do anything in the he'll playoffs. He'll never. He, I mean, he got so close last year. That was, I think, yeah. that's the closest he's going to get. And now he's got the, the Warriors contending with two. Yeah, sorry, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Your time's done. Fair enough. Sorry, uh, do you want to do Hall of Fame or do you want to do talk a little baseball? We've got to talk baseball, man. All right, it's been it. crazy yep. what's been happening. All right. Man, yeah, so, Scherzer, your boy, that. Would the Dodgers give up for him again? Everyone, no, not everyone. They, uh, they gave up a lot of prospects. Up, we gave up a couple of uh, a couple of our uh, pitching prospects. Uh, one of our, yeah, so nothing wasn't a, a whole lot to get the guy. Okay, we didn't give up a farm, but you got him for a year. We got him for a half, half a year, half a year, half yeah. a year. You got him at the deadline. So the Dodgers got Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. The Nationals got uh, Kybert Ruiz, the number one Dodgers number one prospect in the pipeline. Uh, Josiah Gray, who's a catcher, who we, yep. you know, we got no Josiah Gray that. is oh the Ruiz is the catcher. Josiah Gray is a pitcher. Uh, Gerardo Carrillo, uh, he's a right-handed pitcher as well, and uh, outfielder Donovan Casey. I mean, you had some good ranked prospects coming up, the number one, number two, and number seventeen. But again, they're prospects. That's they, true. They, you, it's hit and miss whether or not they're going to be good. Totally exactly. Good. And we got Trey Turner in that <clears throat> trade as well. Which we still have Trey Turner, so Trey Turner is still a dog. Yeah, so mm-hmm. and he he played well for you guys. He did. Season. Yes, he balled out. Dude. Yeah. yeah, most definitely. Yeah, thought he was going to a to a World Series champion. Yep, and well, he left one. <laughs> didn't end up. <laughs> well, yeah. Hey. Well, they didn't do anything. Washington, you know, they didn't make the playoffs. So yeah, that's true. He yeah. got into the chance to go to the uh, the final, the uh, the NLCS. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Yeah. All right. So worth it. Uh, Seager is going to the Rangers. Big deal signed for Seager, 10 years, 325 or something. Unbelievable yeah, he got that mm-hmm. much money. Yeah. Paid out, dude. To, uh, These well, contracts are getting so ridiculous. Well, Scherzer so went to the Mets money, for uh, three years, 130 mil. Yeah. yeah. So dude, dude is now the <laughs> highest paid on average uh, player a year, over $43 million mm-hmm. a year for a pitcher who is going to be 38 to the next season. year, mm-hmm. next season. So mm-hmm. it's going to be... Uh, that's a lot of money for the guy. Yeah, but he still has it, though. He still has it, yeah, yeah no doubt. I mean, he granted, he didn't pitch uh, his last game of the season because he had fatigue. So, you know, it's not a good good sign. But at the yeah. same point, um, he's still a Hall of Fame pitcher. And he got, uh, joins a future Hall of Famer in Jacob deGrom and a roster that has been filled out uh, rather heavily mm. from the Mets. The Mets yeah. have been spending like crazy. Who else did they get? They, got, they picked up... Uh, 
Sterling Marte. Yeah. Marte, that's right. Yep. From the A's. They shipped out Noah Syndergaard. Noah Syndergaard. He and... went down to uh, the Angels. <clears throat> yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. You've been shockingly quiet when we're talking baseball. Are you well, okay? Well, I'm just letting you guys talk. I mean, you're talking about his Dodgers right. and Scherzer. Yeah. But the one thing I was uh, going to say is Corey Seager got way overpaid. You're looking at his stats, and... It, it doesn't deserve more than 15, maybe even That's 10 mil a year. I'm glad we're not paying him. I'm, yeah. I, I, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it was good that you guys aren't paying him. Yeah. I kind of wish you guys were because I would like to see you guys bundled up in that contract. But, um, the, I mean, it's the Giants are going to be quiet this year. I mean, they've signed a few. Uh, you lost Gossman. Gossman yeah. Gossman. Gossman, Gossman but he's fine. He could go. Yeah. I, I, as much as I would like to keep him, he was going to be asking for way too much. It'll yeah. be interesting and, to see what got, we do. He got paid out. Yeah, and Chris, and I know Chris Bryant's probably out of here. Chris Bryant has already been, uh, I guess they're reporting the Phillies or the Mariners are going to be uh, looking at him, which uh, it was nice to have him. I think he would have been a good fit, but also I don't want to pay him the amount that he's looking for, which he's going to get paid out, deservingly so. He did a great job for the Cubs and balled out with the Giants. For sure. Um, but there's still a lot of free agency free agents out there um, that are going to make an impact. So this is just the tip of the iceberg of what's going to happen this offseason, which I am ecstatic for. Um, I mean, a lot, a lot of the big names are still out there. Bryant's one of them. Freeman's another one that the Dodgers are looking at as well after losing Seager. So it, it'll be, I mean... Uh, Freeman Freeman, <laughs> Freeman's already had conversations with the Yankees. He's not going to the Braves. I, I, I really hope he doesn't because he's a good face for the Braves. Yeah. And I kind of want to see that, um, that that homegrown player staying in that yeah. Jeter-esque type of a, a feel. Because he, he has. He's got that great personality, loved by a lot of MLB yeah. players and Everyone, fans. Yeah. And he, he did what he sought out to do with the Braves. He won a championship with them. Yeah. So I'm hoping he does a few more of those. But um, You just yeah. compared Freddie Freeman to Derek No, 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 no. no. In, stay, in staying with that team oh, and being okay. loved okay. and like by everybody in that regard. I'm not saying he's like him. Freddie saying, Freeman ain't handed out gift baskets, all right, when yeah. you stay the night. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's he doesn't have a lineup. For us. It's been real. We'll catch y'all next week. Make sure you go follow us, TBP, not a game on Instagram. Holla! Game over, man. It's game over. Next up, let's show. Here it is! <laughs> wow, that was bad. <laughs> From deep inside your audio device of choice. <laughs>